0: Hey, this is Anthony C. Ferrante, director of Sharknado. Hi, this is the voice of BattleBots, Mark Biro.
1: This is Seth Shostak, senior astronomer at the SETI Institute.
2: Hello, my name is
0: Matt Simon. I am a science writer at Wired Magazine and author of the new book, The Wasp that Brainwashed the Caterpillar. This is Frank Joseph. I'm the author of an essay in the latest book, Lost Secrets of the Gods. Hi, this is Linda Godfrey, author of American Monsters. Hello, my name is Robert Sullis. I'm the author of Unidentified: The UFO Phenomenon. Hi, this is Nick Redfern, the author of Close Encounters of the Fatal Kind. Hi, my name is Bob Luca. And my name is Betty Andreassen Luca. Hi, this is Jesse Perpus, the producer of JFK: The Smoking Gun. Hello, this is Marty Langford. I'm the director of Doomed: The Untold Story of Roger Corman's. Fantastic Four. Hi, this is Kevin Randall, author of Alien Mysteries, Conspiracies, and Cover-Up. Hi, this is Tracy Roberts, founder kind of to centicity I'm Jeremiah Bomek, the producer of The Real of Horror. Hi, my name is Bill Hall, author of The World's Most Haunted House. Hi, this is Micah Hanks, and I'm the author of the book The Ghost
1: Rockets. And you're listening to Emmy on the Graveyard Shift Talk Show, blogtalkradio.com.
0: Hello, I'm at for the Pop Show Network, here live from Hollywood Boulevard, minutes before the world is about to end. Fear, rage, panic, paranoia, and $20 baptisms offered on Sunset Boulevard are going to do nothing to change our fate. Yes, we're all going to die. We're all going to die in a sh-
2: Star. Oh, that's hot. From the snow-capped mountaintops of Middle Earth. Earth. Orbiting above the Earth in a stolen alien spacecraft. The Graveyard Shift online radio talk show. Now, now strap on, on your seatbelt. Get ready to kneel, true believers, universe, because here's your host, Emmy. Emmy. Well, wow, hello out there in Radioland. I am Emmy, the one that
1: he was just talking about. Welcome to the greatest talk show that ever has is or ever will be the Graveyard Chef Talk Show Season eight, episode nineteen. We're still going strong. Never give up, never surrender. I totally made up that thing, by the way. Galaxy Quest stole it from me, as many other things are stolen from me, including my my manhood? No, I'm kidding. No, that has not been stolen from me. That can never be stolen from me. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Great Talk Show once again. And now for something completely different. The title of the show. I'm trying something very different, actually. Hi there, by the way, to our people in the chat room. Um, I'm actually trying something very different tonight. I am going to instead of doing the show on Bid Chat, which has given me a myriad of Problemos, I am going to be doing it live on Facebook, right here, see, this is where I hi Facebook, hi, Facebook, and uh, you know, so far I haven't seen any delays of any kind, which is very interesting, but we'll have to see what happens, and by the way, uh, if any of my Bid Chat producers are um, listening, I actually did try to go on our Bid Chat servers, but they weren't working, I couldn't log in. So, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to let our viewers and listeners left, leave them hanging, are I? No, of course not. And and besides, it just seems like this is a much uh, cleaner, much uh, more smoother way to go. And, uh, you know, I think I'm just going to do something with this background real quick here. Let me see what I can do here. But being there you go, that's much better. Graveyard Shift Talk Show logo in the background. Now, if you want to join me, if any of my uh, blog talk uh, radio listeners want to join me, all you have to do is go to my Facebook page. It's Emilio Diaz, and if I'm not on your friends list, well, send me a friend request. I'll I'll add you. I don't mind. Uh, it's Emilio Diaz. E M I L I O D I A Z, and send me one, and I will accept it. And there you go. And I I can go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, put you on. And there I'm on live right now. And I want to say hello to all my my fans out there watching. All Looks like two of you right now. Maybe more will join later. I'm not sure. That's the other thing I've noticed about Facebook Live is it's not as many uh, many people interacting at once, not even remotely, as as I've noticed with you know Bid chat where it's like hundreds, thousands of people. So I'm gonna try to see if I can still get Bid chat, if, I'm, if I can still raise their servers because I really don't want to lose that on that uh, on that amount of people. Anyway, so aside from that. More importantly, what is this show about for those of you that have never seen it before? Well, for those of you who have never seen this show before, I discuss and host a a wide variety of topics, including, you know, pop culture, geek culture, movies, anime, gaming, current news, but I also talk about the paranormal, and I talk about the very weird, but I talk about it in a very lighthearted way, so it shouldn't really offend anybody, not really, I mean, unless you're... Unless you're one of those people in the Illuminati, you know, are you? Are you in the Illuminati? Because if you are, hi, how are you? Um, No, really, I think this show is basically for everybody. Please do share. Do share the show uh, with your friends. Tag them on the comments. Go for it. Go wild. That's what this is all about. I've been on the air for well over 15 years. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. And uh, I'm still going strong, and I'm not giving up, and I'm not going anywhere. And and also, also for those of you that may or may not know, I recently uh, accepted a very prestigious post as co-host of a talk show called Uniendo Corazones, which in English means, you know, basically bringing hearts together or uniting hearts. And it's a Spanish language show. It's on a local Tampa local. AM station called uh, Super WQBN or as they would say in Spanish Super WQBN 1300 AM you know that's how they I would say Spanish voice you know And anyway I do that show with uh, Milagros and uh, we accept callers on the air and they basically what they do is they look for their their partner um and it's it's interesting cuz in Spanish they call it media naranja which if you <laughs> if you translate that literally it literally means half orange like no I'm not joking like, it means like another orange half and I asked her about this and apparently it's kind of a way that they say partner instead of saying partner or or significant other they say which is kind of interesting and I, I you know of course I on purpose goof it up just for comedy reasons and the, the listeners seem to like it very much um, and of course I I love it when you know I love it that they love it so Anyway, if you want to follow that show, all you have to do is um, go on Google. and Well, not now because, you know, we're on the air. But go to Google and and type in Uniendo Corazones. Or if you just want, if you don't want to type all that, you can just type 1300 AM Tampa and look, look up for, you know. And also, even easier than that, you can go to my Facebook page and just wait for me to share it. It's Saturdays, 10 AM to 12 PM, and there you go. All right. But we're not on that show right now. We are on the Graveyard Shift Talk Show. And what's going on in the Graveyard Shift Talk Show? Well, I'll tell you. It is news. That's right. News is going on in the Graveyard Shift Talk Show. So let's see. What are we going to do with news? I'm going to talk to you about news. Here we go. Well, you know, of course, whenever you talk about news, you got to mention the guy that's on the news Pretty frequently, and that is. President! Sorry, I had to pinch that one out. Donald Trump, right? Okay, well, apparently, President Trump may be causing problems for yet another group of people. This is Disney World. Well, Disney World traditionally has given speaking roles to presidential robots. In its Hall of Presidents Well This is a little bit different Apparently They are seriously considering Giving The Trump robot No Lines Bum 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 You heard right The Trump robot in the Hall of Presidents Will not have Any lines If they go through with this. Now, remember, this Hall of Presidents is, is located in the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. It features robotic versions of all previous American presidents, okay? A robot Trump is going to join them when the hall reopens later this year. Now, the animatronic Trump was supposed to be a day on June 30th and Disney World hasn't confirmed a reopening date. Now, the thing is, this has been going on since the 90s. And they've been featuring a recorded statement from that current president, including Clinton, Bush, and Bush. I believe it was Bush Sr. Maybe it was Bush Senior, too, And even Obama. Well, President Trump has not made himself available to record a speech for his robot. And of course, you know, there's this other matter of his race ranking. Uh, sources told. Um, Various media outlets that, given quotes, even how polarized this president is right now, Disney Parks and Resorts is currently trying to find a solution that approaches the middle so We want to include the 46 million in this 45-year-old theme while at the same time not seem to endorse or support some of this Republican policies. And some of the people that you know are, um, you know, Trump supporters out there. I want you to understand something. Before you get upset, before you start railing, you know, ripping at the scenes, think about it like this. Whenever you've gone to Disney World, or whenever you've gone to the Hall of Presidents, how many lines does Andrew Jackson have? How many lines does Richard Nixon have? Um, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but when you think of really bad like presidents that have done bad things, those are two of the guys that pop up, right? Uh, to anybody, it shouldn't matter what your p- political persuasion is. It just th- those are the guys that are known historically as people have done something, at least relatively bad. Um, and you know, they don't they don't have that many lines. So you know, I mean, heck, even Reagan, who was known for controversy, of the whole Iran Contra thing, he doesn't really have that many lines either. I think maybe he has one, but if if even that, so this isn't really. It shouldn't be that major of a of a problem, and it, you know, I mean, it it is a definitely big news because it would be the first time that a current sitting president doesn't have something specific, something you know, uh, prolific to say in that attraction. Um, I mean, all I know is three months into President Obama's former President Obama's administration, they were showing pictures of him recording lines for the exhibit and photos of his figure and they, 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 they haven't even mentioned anything right now. Anyway, uh, Disney CEO Robert Iger announced shortly after the November election that Trump would be added to the hall. So, uh, yeah. And there is a petition going around, of course, asking Disney to make sure Trump's animatronic does not speak. Especially, <laughs> one of his famous quotes out there, which I will not repeat. So, there you have it. That's how we go. I don't know. I would be interested in knowing what you guys think about that. Do you think his animatronic figure should speak? And if so, what should he say? What would an animatronic of Donald Trump say? I'm very curious about this. So, what would you guys think? Either comment on my Facebook live feed when you're on it over there, or um, send me a tweet on our Twitter feed, which is Emmy Shift Show. That's E M I S H I F T S H O W. So um, I'm going to take a, t- a really quick break here, guys, and then I'm going to try to see if I can raise our bid chat servers here um, because, you know, that would be nice. So I will be right back. So hang in there on the graveyard shift. Emmy will be right back. See if I can find my oh, – But where's my bumper at? I had it right here. They changed it. There it is. I'll be right back.
2: Put your, Put your warp, warp speed warp. on hold, Graveyard Shift fan. our illustrious host, Emmy. Why the hell does he always say that word, illustrious? We'll be right back after this break with more shifty, <laughs> yeah, like shitty, awesomeness. I can't believe this guy. Who the hell does he think he is? <laughs> yeah! Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be right back.
1: Hello there to uh, Martin uh, Martin Low. want to hello greetings to you, sir. How are you? want to welcome all of our great fans here on our Facebook live feed. I may just stay with us. I'm not sure here because I just tried getting on our bid chat server and no dice and I can't have it that way we can't have a graveyard shift talk show without a video feed what's up with that people come on season 8 episode 19 and now for something completely different welcome aboard here we are back on break well I was talking before about one nut (laughs) here's another one how many of you out there love Nutella I'm not one of them please do not stop watching the show okay well, all of you out there that are Nutella—is that how you say it? New- Nutella or how do you how do you pronounce that? Nutella or Nutella? Oh, Nutella? Nutella. Okay, my wife says it's Nutella. I'm gonna go with her. Nutella enthusiasts, get ready. Get your butter knives out. Get whatever it is that you put that thing on. I don't I don't know. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Remember that from Monsters Inc. Guess what? No, not the Nutella burger. The Nutella parent company Ferrero. Ferrero will open the world's first Nutella cafe in Chicago. Chicago. It's my kind of town. And it's going to happen on May 31st. So very soon in in 11 days, actually. The new eatery will offer both sweet and savory menu items, including, of course, a fair few Nutella-flavored treats. Think um, entry-level stuff like Nutella croissant but also Nutella croissant French toast, Lige, Lige waffles, I don't know if I'm saying that right, apple compote, hazelnuts, and, of course, hot coffee drinks with Nutella drizzle. Oh, my. While other... oh, I'm sorry. Did I not say that the way... Okay, I didn't say that the way George Takei says it. I'll try. Okay. Oh, my. How's that? Is that better? Well, now... Other Nutella-themed eateries do exist, but this is going to be the first one owned and operated by Ferrero itself, which means that if you're into their, you know, milestones or whatever, it, you've got to go. Now, what's more, big retail director of operations, Angela Baird, who was consulted on the project, told different media outlets that the space is designed to make you feel like you're actually walking into a jar of Nutella. I I have a feeling a lot of you are going to go. Now, if you're in Chicago already, you might want to take it a step further and go on opening day at 10 a.m. The first 400 people in line will reportedly receive a, I don't know, special surprise. Don't quote it on us. Don't quote it on me. I'm just reporting what they're saying. Uh, Probably will include Nutella, though. So there you have it. May 31st, 10 a.m., Nutella Eatery will open. By the way, if any of our fans in Chicago are going to go, please do share pictures with us on our Twitter feed at Emmy shift show. uh, Or on my Facebook page at Emilio Diaz. I would love to see those pictures of this new eatery. I mean, not for me, but for, you know, obviously for you guys. Well, instead of going in, how about out school is going to be out soon. Summer's almost here. And of course that means more reading for the kids. And, you know, I'm curious. I, I know, see, I went to a private school. So, in private school, we had to do summer reading. Now, I understand that this is not exclusive to private school, and I'm actually wanting to help some of my fellow parents out here. So, I was going to tell you guys some of the books that are available for summer reading. So, here we go. Uh, some of them are, um, let me see, da- da- Dad and the Dinosaur, which is really great. Um, and there's uh, The Too Scary Story by Sa- uh, Sausalito's Bethany dini Mur- Murgui, but which is a scholastic book. Um, and basically it's about when Papa tells a story, Grace, Grace wants something really scary. Her little brother doesn't, but Papa jo- knows just how to handle the dilemma in this bedtime tale. Splotch, which is by Gianna Marino, ages four to six. Um, and this picture book has um, pencil and gauche uh, illustrations. A boy discovers his pet goldfish is missing and desperately wants to find it. And there's a little surprise at the ending. Hats off to you by Karen Beaumont, illustrated by Luian Pham. It's for ages four to eight. And by the way, Dad in the Dinosaur is by Jennifer Choldenko, illustrated by Dan Santat for ages five to eight. Message in a Bottle by Catherine Race, ages eight to 12. And There's just a ton more. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to copy this and I'm going to just tweet it to, oh, let me see here. I can do this. There we go. And I'm gonna copy it to our Twitter feed. Once again, that's uh, Emmy Shift Show. There we
0: go. Okay. Uh,
1: oh. And bam, it's all. It, there it is. It's on our Twitter feed. So you can read up on that. Something is wrong with my mouse. I might. It might need new batteries. I'm not sure. Okay. Well. I know many of our fans out there are big-time horse racing uh, fans also. It might, you probably already know this, but apparently Cloud Computing wins the 2017 Preakness Stakes in, quote, stunning fashion. That is one hell of a name for a horse. It was a stunning o- a win, Cloud Computing. Um, okay. Uh, he won Spoiling Always Dreaming's bid at a Triple Crown. The 142nd uh, Preakness was billed as a head-to-head battle between Kentucky Derby winner Always Dreaming and Classic Empire. Yes, these are all horse names. And they were, you know, apparently uh, Classic Empire was looking for revenge after a rough trip two weeks ago at Churchill Downs. For three quarters of the race, that's exactly what it was, with Always Dreaming running the lead and Classic Empire on his right hip the entire way. But as they rounded the final turns, Always Dreaming began to fade, seeing the lead to Classic Empire, who was, it appeared, home free. I don't know where cl- came. Cl- wait, wait. I can do this right. I can do this right. I don't know where Cloud, cloud, cloud Computing, who entered the race, at thirteen to one odds. The three-year-old, written by Javier Castellano, that's Javier Castellano, had run third for most of the way, but at the top of the stretch, move by Always Dreaming, and eventually caught Classic Empire just a few feet from the finish line, getting my a nose in, one fifty-five ninety-eight. Senior investment, thirty to one, finished third. Always Dreaming faded eight. But it was not expected. No, 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 no. Always Dreaming won the Derby as a favorite in somewhat easy fashion. But that was a bit misleading. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Classic Empire might as well have been a co-favorite, but his derby got off to a brutal start when he got side right out of the gate. That took a out of contention eliminating eliminated Always Dreaming's main competition. So Always Dreaming win is the freaking set as a 6-5 favorite. Classic Empire was right there at 2-1, essentially a co favorite again. It's the pre-race building and the relative unknown of really the others of the field, including a the 6-favorite and the 10-horse race. Try doing that five times fast, our Bell. Because you can't, baby. I just beat you. Yeah. No, I can't. Who can beat Art Bell? Come on. So there you go. Congratulations to Cloud Computing. <laughs> oh, I need help, guys. I need I really do. I, I Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Okay, so back from I I said that wrong. From weird from normal news to weird news. How about that? And you know, since I'm doing weird news, I should now go ahead and play something very appropriate. So if you guys just give me a second here, I know I can find it. I know I can. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay. Now, there is, a picture. Now, you know, pictures are taken all the time, and sometimes people find weird things in them. Well, this experienced ghost hunter. captured what he claims is a chilling picture of a haunted figure before beginning the tour. tour, tour. Philip Barron has taken hundreds of photos of him but has never seen one so vivid that he wasn't able to find. The 45-year-old told media outlets how the ghost girl of Newsham Park has caused quite a stir on Facebook as none of the other people in the image recognize the figure. He was quoted as saying, We always begin our ghost hunts with a picture of the group. I've done this many times, and this is exactly what I did. I took the picture on my phone and just put it in my pocket. I took It wasn't until the next morning, after it had been posted to Facebook with other pictures from the night, that I saw the picture. Woman, oh, excuse me, Philip, who hosts the host for a concert happening, as he's been to those country for around 12 years, and finding the truth is a key part of the process. What are they saying? I've never come across anything like this before. but we tried to be it straight away, we asked everyone who was there to remember the circumstances. Okay? The team Philip works with it, has no idea who the journalist is. Now. Despite it being inside of a sanatorium, and a mortuary. New Shipart Hospital is up to of the. Most funded building, and its this was in 1992, the building has fallen into a state of conscription. 30, to the grade 2 listed structure was put on the market in 2007 for 1.5 million euros. Of After plans to turn it into flats were met with resistance from local regeneration containers. Inside, it's littered with broken beds, clothes, and trolleys from the time spent as a hospital. On the top floor, an attic is lined with cupboards, which are used as naughty cupboard. This, misbehaving children inside. How would you like that? Mom and Amy, would you like to know that your children were locked inside a, a, a cupboard when they were misbehaving? Would that be something interesting to you? No. Mom says no. The winding, even though, you know, I want to she would just lock me in a cupboard. And she would only give me uh, half half of a bean can. And, and, and she would give me a, a very rusty metal spoon to eat that bean can out of. Eat the out of the bean can. I just want to make that clear while she's sitting here behind me. And, and she can't do anything about it. And she can't say anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She gave me the look. Okay, the winding staircase has come with quote-unquote anti-suicide grill leading lead to seemingly endless treatment rooms and laundry rooms. Philip has been ghost hunting at Newsham around 20 times. He added, I've seen shadows and people have had strange feelings, but nothing like this. Quote, Newsham is a fascinating building and when we tour, we guide the guests, but they all experience different things. Now, I'm looking at this picture and I gotta tell you, uh, it, it's pretty spooky because I'm looking at it and the people in the picture are very clear. Okay, you can see them very, very clearly. The la- the girl that's in the middle. Oh, and by the way, what what is up with the guy with the skeleton I mean, come on. Ooh, what's going on, man? Right, I-, I I mean, I see you. You're not a skeleton, okay? I can see that you guys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Skeleton Okay, but seriously, in the very middle, you know, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna share this with you guys. so you see what I'm talking about? Give me one second. I'm gonna copy it to our Twitter VDR... See, if I had Pedro from our radio station, he would be doing this for me. Okay, so if you guys are, our, are on our Twitter feed right now, uh, go to Emmy Shift show and look at the picture I just, I just shared, okay? i just get this to Look at the middle of this picture. In the middle... <laughs> in the middle of the picture, you can see a very distinct figure uh, that looks like a person, but if you look closely you'll notice that she almost looks fuzzy or out of focus, definitely not somebody that is in the picture, you know it's not a photo, a manipulation of the picture, you know it's not a negative, you know it's not some kind of trick of the camera, because every other person looks okay, except for her, now, I should take a pause here, the problem is guys, we are living in a there's such a thing as Adobe Photoshop, okay, And if somebody really wanted to, if they really wanted to mess with something, all they would have to do is open Adobe Photoshop and, well, have at it and edit away. You know, that's just how it goes now. I mean, and and really, who's to say any ghost picture isn't Photoshop? Well, first of all, when you're in this field, you can't approach it like that. Okay. Yes, you have to be skeptical, but you have to be what's called an open-minded skeptic. That's what I consider myself. I'm not saying that for ego reasons. I'm saying that as a fact. I consider myself an open-minded skeptic. I come into something with the idea that it might not necessarily be what the person is saying it is, but I'm also open that it it could be. But, you know, I'm always looking for the possibility of, you know coming up with a realistic explanation, okay? I I once did a show many, many years ago when I was at the studio at um, blah, blah, blah. It, I don't even want to mention their, the studio's name because they, they, quite frankly, you guys know they treated me terribly. Um, we had an interview with these two ghost hunters. Um, in fact, I want to say it was at Lorraine Warren, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. It was and Lorraine Warren. If I can find the, the episode, I'll, I'll upload it for you guys. It's been a long time we brought them in and they had these recordings that they did of this sanatorium and it was a sanatorium that was open in the late 19th century whatever and you know obviously there's going to be a lot of paranormal activity there and they told me they said emmy you know we've got all these clips that we've been using in all these talk shows like coast to coast AM and all these other paranormal shows like yours but there's this one clip that we have that you know i told because i had said to them oh i said well, what's what's this one that you said do not use and they said no no, no don't use that one it's very disturbing I said, Well hold on a second, you know, I uh, I mean I can take it, what is it? I said, Emmy, really I'm telling you right now, if you play that clip, you might really like genuinely scare people. And I'm like, Well, hold on a second, you know, Lorraine, I mean we got people are watching the show with a paranormal show, they're gonna be I mean, of course they're gonna be scared. I said, no, really, Emmy, I'm I'm really I'm warning you, this is a really chill, I'm like, Okay. But like basically the more stuff she told me the more I wanna play. It. So she said, Well at least preview as well. I said, You know what? No, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna take this okay I took this live I was interviewing them and then we were playing clip after clip we got to this one clip and Lorraine uh, introduced us okay the the explanation for this clip that you're going to hear is we we left the recorder on in this one room there was nobody in the room at all no one and you can even hear them walking away And she said they left it on, they left the recorder on. Before they left, they asked if there was anybody present that they could get their presence known after they left. They left for a while. She said for like one or two hours there was nothing. There was no noise whatsoever except the telltale creaking of the floors, whatever. That's odd. That's, That's normal then all of a sudden you hear a very disturbing very terrifying voice of a little girl saying help me get me out of here can I tell Oh, perfect timing my daughter is talking in the other room that wasn't a ghost girl that was my daughter um, can I tell you that when I heard this I literally dropped my headphones and I almost, I wanted to run out of the studio there is a Guys, there is no way this was an actual real child. I mean, who would bring a kid to a ghost hunt at 3 a.m. at night? Because that's, that's when they were there, okay? Now, you might say, oh, come on, Emmy. These people bring and all kinds of people with them. You're right. Not children, though. You have to understand, they go to dilapidated buildings that are falling apart, have cracks and, and half rotting staircases, you know, rat-infested, you know, possum-infested buildings. This is not a place you want to bring it in, okay? So I guarantee you, any child's voice you hear is not going to be with them. And before you say, oh, maybe one of them can sound like a kid, there's a difference between an adult doing a child's voice and a voiceover actor. And an actual child's voice. And I'm telling you right now, as my logo is yellow and black, this was a real kid's voice. And it was absolutely disturbing beyond reason. So, you be the judge of this picture. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Okay. But one terrifying thing to another, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you out there are Shining fans? I know I am. Well, the iconic horror from The Shining... Will make its haunting debut at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights this September 2017. The first time ever, the movie The Shining will bring terror to Halloween Horror Nights in terrifying new mazes, opening at Universal Orlando Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood beginning this September. The twisted minds behind the nation's best, most intense Halloween event will bring every Christmas moment in paranormal haunting that fans have seen in the film to Life in original, disturbingly authentic cases. The Shining Maze at Universal Studios on the will provide guests with a unique opportunity to relive some of the film's most iconic and film, While venturing through the eerie Overlook hotel, guests will be thrust into the hotel's tragic history of murder and madness, bearing witness to caretaker Jack Corrin's spiraling attended to the. Narrow marish visions the overwhelming guests with shine the murder murderous ghostly entity that looked like around every turn, all while trying to escape a rap to the wrath that greatly finally succumbed to the hotel's paranormal forces. The Shining has been regarded as a masterpiece of modern horror by critics and fans alike. Directed by Stanley Kubrick, the film's enormous influence on pop culture has been captured throughout a multitude of film, television shows, Music and more since its debut in 1980. Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, by the way, is the ultimate Halloween event. For more than 20 years, guests from around the world visited Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando and Hollywood to become victims inside their own horror film. The streets of each coast event are transformed into highly themed scare zones where menacing scare actors lunge from every darkened corner. Multiple movie-quality haunted houses are erected throughout the event based on everything from iconic slasher films to hit horror television series to haunting original stories. Additional details about Universal Studios' Halloween Horror Nights will be revealed soon. For more information about Halloween Horror Nights at either Universal Orlando or Hollywood, you can visit www.HalloweenHorrorNights.com. So there you go. And, you know, speaking of, I was talking about Ed and Lorraine Warren before. Um, this, um, this particular paper was just interviewing uh, a Wyndham psychic, and he was sharing tools of his pr- profession. Now, m- uh, most of the spirits that Adrian Lee, which is the psychic, has met are good, not evil. But he said a disgruntled old man in life will be a disgruntled old man in the spirit realm. Excuse me. Lee, who is an author from Wyndham, is a psychic and founder of the International Paranormal Society. He claims to have seen ghosts since he was three years old. He also claims to have seen his grandmother's spirit walking around his bedroom at night. When he told his father about it, his father said not to be afraid. Well, grandmother loved you. She wouldn't want to hurt you. And that made sense to him. Lee found out that his grandmother had gotten a brand new bed shortly before she died, and she died in the bed, thereby leaving her energy in it. Since then, he has worked to develop his psychic abilities in accordance with biblical guidelines, as discussed in his book, How to Be a Christian Psychic. Now, that has got to be a stage turn. Lee shared his information with 27 visitors this past Thursday evening at the 27th Grand Opening of the Redwood County Museum in Redwood Hall. He was there to introduce his paranormal exhibit, which will be on display through October. The exhibit includes three glass cases filled with paranormal tools. The first has Ouija boards, which I do not at all approve of, various styles of tarot cards, and other designs. I don't use those, he was quoted as saying, I merely collect them from people to safeguard them from being used. Thank you. You can even buy pink princess Ouija boards in places, like Walmart and the children's Isle. Little girls can go home and open the seats to hell in their own bedroom. I'm gonna stop right here. I'm gonna stop right here. I gotta comment on this. Ladies and gentlemen, many of you that have known me, know I am not, absolutely, unequivocally, not an advocate nor a supporter of Ouija 4, no exception. I have interviewed many people about this, I've interviewed ghost hunters, authors, and they use it. If you want to use it, that's fine. that's that's your prerogative. I will never touch the thing. I don't even want to look at it. And I absolutely with a sh- without even it should not be for sale at a store. It is not a game. It is something very evil. It is something that is real. If you use a Ouija board, something will happen. It may not happen right away. It may not happen for a week, months, years, whatever, but it will. I'm going to tell you a very true story that happened to someone I knew, and I saw it for myself. This uh, friend, I won't say any names, but this person that I know decided to have a social with their, with their daughter and her friend, and they knew that I was doing a talk show, so they asked me, oh, what can I do to kind of, you know, bring... Some, some spookiness, you know, just, I want no, nothing real, but something, you know, something spookiness, oh, well, there's a lot of stuff you can do, Little sound effects, you know, they, they they sell Halloween-themed, well, at the time, because that made, was that theme it wasn't, you know, Halloween-themed songs at, you know, different stores like Party City, whatever, and by the way, I should mention, this happened during Halloween, and, you know, you can get, you know, like, you can make spider cookies, or, you know, you know, fake cobwebs, there's a ton of stuff you can do. Well, anyway, she did this. She had all this stuff. Well, I decided I'd bring some, um, you know, Halloween themed party mix to the house. And this was when I was up in, uh, excuse me, I was I was here, the but anyway. So I brought it. I, I gave it to you know, She was working it. And uh, she said, "Hey, you'll never guess what I found at the store. I found this." And she showed me the wiki. I almost lit. I was like, why did you buy that? And she said, oh, because it says you can communicate with the spirits, I'm like, okay, you do realize that's not joking. I mean, it says it in a way that's funny, to but it's not fun. It really can be in And she said, oh, yeah, no, no, it'll be okay. I said, really, you know, please, I'm, I'm imploring you. Don't mess with this stuff. You don't know what you're doing. Even if you do know what you're doing, you are bringing something into your house that is not there. It's like saying, come in, random person on the street. I want you to come. It's like a Weaver board is like you're putting a sign in your house saying, any and all spiritual thing, I'm open for business. You don't know what you're going to invite in. It could be anything or anyone. Well, she didn't. She chose she's too to me. She we said, okay, but she chose not to be my wife. Next week, I'm doing the show. She's in off panic. Oh, my God, Emmy, I'm so sorry. I should have listened to you. I'm, I'm, She was crying. She was looking I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We've got a ghost. We've got a ghost. Please come and help us. Okay. Obviously, she was very disturbed. I went over there with my tools. You know, it, it was like a knee meter, a Bible, holy water, whatever. And I come over to her house. I enter her house. I see. Now, remember, this was a week ago. On the table in her living room, was the winterboard, bowls of un- like leftover onions popcorn, glasses of some liquid that was not, you know, whatever was left over. In other words, something so traumatic happened that they never even touched the table, the drinks, or the snacks since that week ago that was that bad. So when I asked her what happened, she said, well, they were playing with it, and all of a sudden... The, the table started shaking uncontrollably and violently. The lights went on and off at random times. They kept hearing strange noises coming from the kitchen. They got phone calls, and nobody was on the other line. And at one point, they would hear breathing on the phone, like heavy panting kind of breathing, okay? And uh, <laughs> they tried to basically walk away, and it still kept happening. And she said, ever since that happened, for the entire week, at night, they keep hearing people, some someone walking in the house, slamming doors, turning the stove on and off. Can you imagine that, turning the stove on and off? Um, the dog, they have a little, you know, a yip-yip kind of dog. Yip yip yip. The dog keeps barking at, quote-unquote, nothing with its hair raised up or, well, you know, whatever. I know cats do that. I forget what dogs do. No, dogs do that, too. And um, the dog is having a hard time eating. It, they keep feeding the dog, and it just will not eat. How many more things do I have to mention? I mean, this is terrible. They've tried they tried praying. they tried um, opening the door, asking it to leave. They tried do- they tried all kinds of stuff it wouldn't leave. Well, anyway, I did what I could to make, you know, to tell the spirit or entity that it was not welcome. Uh, nothing, obviously, nothing happened. so, it got to the point where they had to call a priest. The priest came in and did his thing. And from what I can understand, the spirit left. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you that's the least that can happen... Now, look, love, 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 I'm not saying that it's going to be like a horror movie and people are going to die. Although I do know that there have been cases of people being seriously injured indirectly. My point is, why even try it? You know that there are stories of this thing causing trouble in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's directly or indirectly, why even try it? It's not worth it. I implore you, please ask the manager of your stores not to carry these things. And teach your children, do not buy Ouija boards. And I'm really sorry about the rant, but it's just like any time I ever see a story about this thing, ah, it drives me nuts. Okay. Well, that's about it for guys. <laughs> I guess I'm going to end it that. I, suppose. I don't have any time. No, no, that's not true. I do have time. Okay, I tell you what. I'm going to end the show under on, on a good note. There's a whole ton of new shows coming in the fall. And Fox loaded us with trailers. One of them is The Resident. It digs and between characters and plot lines, attractive doctors, and plenty of time. Based on, it's three candidates, and basically there's no clean answer on who the candidate is. So you're going to have to watch it and find out. Uh, there's also L.A. to Vegas. Um, and there's The Gifted which looks like a very emotional us-versus-them kind of thing. And then there's the Orville. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on the Orville. Do you know how everyone was talking about, oh, there needs to be a Galaxy Quest TV show? That, oh, my God, they need to do a Galaxy Well, guess what? Seth MacFarlane beat them to the punch. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen the trailer for the Orville, O-R-V-I-L-L-E, you need to because it looks it looks good. I mean, you know, look, if you know Seth MacFarlane, then you know his comedy. And that's basically what you're going to get at this. You're going to get Seth MacFarlane-style type comedy live action. And it's coming this fall. It's basically Galaxy Quest as a TV show. And it looks fantastic. The thing I'm concerned about is that this is coming at the same time as Star Trek um, Discovery, I think it's called. The new Star Trek series. Which, by the way, I have also seen the trailer for. It looks great, but it looks like J.J. Abrams, which is, I mean, hey, I'm not against him. J.J. Abrams is awesome. I mean, come on. But, you know, I'm an old Trekkie. I am i know many of you out there are, too. I'm an old Trekkie. I want, you know, Star Trek. I want Next Generation and young. And uh, Michelle Yeoh plays the captain of the show. Uh, they have other people in it. Uh, um, uh, no, you know what? I don't want to guess on the names, But anyway, you can, I want to say Desmond Yates. But of um, But anyway, you can look it up. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. And uh, when obviously they come up to that show soon. I will be uh, you know, discussing it. Maybe I'll do a special episode. I'm not sure. Speaking of special episodes, the Graveyard Chicago Talk Show for the season finale... We, I will be doing uh, an hour-long special, or, or maybe an half I'm not sure, long special, uh, season finale episode where I will be investigating uh, "quote-unquote" scene. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you, I will be broadcasting it on Facebook Live if my page, and if not, I'll upload it, and you can watch it right here on my on my Facebook page, Emilio Venus uh, or if the VidChat.com slash Graveyard You can just download VidChat for free and look up Graveyard Shift. And once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Emmy Shift Show and listen to me live or on iTunes on most any of the audio uh, based apps. BlogTalkRadio.com slash The Graveyard Shift or look me up on iTunes on Graveyard Shift Talk Show. Make sure it's me and make sure it's this, uh, this logo that I've got. Welcome aboard, Johnny Bell with Go Aboard. I wanted to thank everybody for coming on board. I know I don't usually broadcast this but I'm beginning to think I need to because, quite frankly, the chat servers are not even remotely the same. I mean, I know I'm getting thousands and thousands of people on VidChat, but there's no reason why I shouldn't be getting up there. Hey, what's up, Johnny B? What's up, man? How's it going? And, uh, by the way, I welcome anyone promoting their show here. So if you got a show of your own or your own talk show, please do uh, p- p- paste it here, you know. And, uh, by the way, I'm available if you can. Just let me know ahead of time because I've got other stuff that I to Um, Thank you guys for uh, watching. You're taking a poop? That's, I mean, that's the, the greatest news ever. I, you should have told me this earlier. I would have. I would have said it as our main news of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Bell, taking it. I mean, come on. What, you can't get any better than that. That's that's better than Disney World not wanting to give the Donald Trump robot any lines. Come on. There. Oh, my God, the poop emoji. That's the coup de grace. I don't know what's better than that. <laughs> you know what? Um, I applaud our local uh, talk radio station, 102.5 FM, because they do something that many stations don't, and that is that they provide straight-on raw talk radio, and that's not something that you see very much, and for what I understand, it's the only talk radio station in Tampa. Um, When I was working for 95.7 FM, very long time ago, uh, we entertained the idea of doing just a, a normal, just straight-on talk talk radio, and uh, I don't want to say the name of the person, but there was a certain person that was working there that they didn't want to do it. They were like, nope, nope, we're not going to do it. I'm like, come on, we got to do it. We've got so many stand-up comics. We have so many stand-up comics in this, in this city that should have their own show, and now they do. And yeah, I agree with you, my friend. I I agree with you, and I think, in fact, Johnny B, if I'm not mistaken, has his own show. Uh, Johnny B, can you can you put up your um? Do you have a link for your show? Cause I know you've got one, uh, and I would love to 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 help you advertise it. Not that you guys need help advertising it, but hey, anything helps. So if you can, go ahead and, and paste it for us there, and people that way people can 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 follow you. But I tell you what, man, I love all of them. I love my Calta. Um, I love, um, oh boy, I'm, I'm blanking out here. I'm blanking out. Of course, I'm, of course, Jenny B's show. Uh, I like, um, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? The one that's in the more the afternoon and I listen to him all the time. Oh my God. I'm blanking out. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. It doesn't matter. 102.5 FM. You can watch all of their shows live and, um, it's a fantastic, uh, format. Garabo, thank you. Oh, my God. It was driving me nuts. Drew Garabo live. And um, and I think uh, Johnny B isn't – I think his show is at night, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I know I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's at night. But um, it's – and, and let me tell you something. That's a really tough time to do uh, radio at night because you never know who's listening, and most of the time it's drunk people, okay? There it is, johnnybcomedy.com. He's part of the Mike Kalpa show. I should have, of course. uh, And uh, that's a great show, by the way, if you guys haven't listened to it yet. They're on 102.5 FM. You can watch, you can follow their link right there on on the comments page. Thanks for joining us, by the way, Johnny V. I really appreciate that. I would love to have you on the show one day or, or, you know, however we can accomplish that. Guys, I got to go. I am running against the clock here. Thank you for watching and listening to the Graveyard Shift Talk Show. BDRS. Oh, there it is. BDRS, Monday through Friday, 8 to 11 p.m. Johnny B show is um, Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. on 102.5 FM. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks a lot, my friend. All right, guys, this is Emmy on The Graveyard Shift. Thank you again for listening. I will talk at you next Saturday, same time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be here, blogtalkradio.com, slash The Graveyard Shift, and on video feed right here on facebook.com slash showgun Thank you very much, Johnny B. I really appreciate that. Back at you, buddy. See you in a week, guys. Until then, this is Emmy, and I'm punching out. Peace!
2: You feel that, universe? That satisfied feeling only comes from having finished a super epic awesome episode of The Graveyard Shift online radio talk show. Hosted by your illustrious host, Emmy. Make sure to follow on blogtalkradio.com slash thegraveyardshift and our Twitter feed, hashtag Show to stay in the loop for future episodes. Until next time, shifties, we're punching out.